0: Hi guys, this is Craig O'Sullivan, just as a bit of a precursor to this audio. Uh, It was a longer audio, so I've had to cut it over two podcasts. So just so you're aware, halfway through we'll cut, but we will go into part two and it will be loaded up straight away. So keep an eye out for that also. Enjoy this podcast. Hi, I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Today we talk about storytelling and the highlight from the Super Bowl. hi and welcome to episode 46 of the just cause audio where we take a metaphor from a trending event movie or tv show so that we can learn to become better communicators entrepreneurs or just all-round better people why just cause how do you feel when someone's telling a story and it just seems to go on forever It seems like that the story has no ending. It just seems like we're going to be sitting here for hours and there's no end to this story. How do you feel in that moment? It's a little frustrating, isn't it? Who are those people that you know around you? Who are those people that that you know that are in your circles that are those people that just tell those long-winded stories? Yes, I'm going to admit and confess hand and my hand is raised in the air that I am that person. Well, I used to be and I have a tendency to be. My father is that person. And uh, it was because of sitting through too many of my father's long stories that I realized, hang on a second, I don't want to be like that because I realized I am like that. So I've made some practical steps in being a better storyteller. And so to, on today's audio, we're going to be talking about some practical strategies, how you can turn a boring, long-winded story into a crucial, impacting, influencing, and hopefully, a transforming story. These are strategies that I use with all of my clients when I teach them how to create a keynote, or when they're presenting an event, or when they're presenting a pitch for for their potential clients. Whatever element it is, wherever they're using that communication... This is the same strategy in which I use. Actually, this is one very small strategy. Obviously, I can't go deep into the whole entire strategy of storytelling. I could go on for days. But actually, actually, on that note, if you're not, follow, if you're not registered on my resources on my website, go and check out craigosullivan.com and check out the resources tab. Get on there register I have free training videos and I have training videos on there of how to tell effective story how to actually be a master storyteller this is just one small element from master storytelling so if you want the full story let me encourage you go and check out my resources it's a, it's free access go and check it out on my website if you look at the bottom of the the details on this podcast there'll be a link there but it's just on my website which is just craigosullivan.com and you'll find it under the resources tab. So if you want to be an effective storyteller, go and watch those videos. But today I want to talk about one crucial, crucial element and it's probably, I would say, one of the most important elements to storytelling is knowing the right length of a story. Now as you all know, Every one of these just cause is based on a metaphor. So where do we get today's metaphor from? Well, just last week there was this there was the Super Bowl. Now, if you didn't hear about it, there was this little football game being played over in the United States with a bunch of guys thrown around some pigskin, and a couple of billion people watched the game. And it's one one of the most most uh, watched games, and and obviously gridiron. I Living here in Australia, I call it gridiron. Wherever you're from, you may call it football if you're, if you're in the States or if you're, if you're in, uh, in one of the Americas, you may call it that. But I mean, there's, then there's the other type of football, which is football with your feet, which is actually, we're going to be talking about that type of football in tomorrow's, in tomorrow's podcast. So today we're going to be talking about gridiron or American style football. And I must admit, I have a great appreciation for the game. At first, one of my biggest objections was the fact of how long the games went. Here in Australia, with our, we, have two diff- we, actually, we have three different types of football, and the games last about an hour and a half. That's it. And that's including half-time. But over in America, their football, it lasts almost four hours, and I couldn't believe it. That's what put me off at the start. As if you've known me for a little while now, you know I'm a strategic person and I love strategy. And so when I started to learn the actual strategy that goes into American football, I fell in love with it. I must admit, I do love the game. So did you watch the, the Super Bowl last Monday? or oh, sorry, Sunday for you here in Australia, it was Monday. I know it's Super, Su- Super Bowl Sunday for you for, for most other people in the world, but for us in Australia, it was Super Bowl Monday. And now, I was really interested in, in that game, but I can tell you, I did not watch the game. I did not sit down because I knew it was going to take four hours plus to, for the game. You know, Go go to the go to the bar where it's playing go and go and get your right seat beforehand and and watch the four hour coverage and then afterwards probably hang around and talk about it and you know we're talking about a five six hour ordeal that's a full day and so for me as an entrepreneur and I hope that you as an entrepreneur also, Found it better use of your time not to watch the Super Bowl. I really hope you did because if you're putting hashtag hustle on your Instagram post, if you're putting hashtag entrepreneur lifestyle, I would I would challenge you that you can't afford to take those four hours out to watch the Super Bowl. It's just not practical. If we're building, if we're trying to build an empire, we can't afford that four hours. But I did want to know what happened in the game. So once the game was over, I jumped onto YouTube and typed in Super Bowl 2018 and up popped this video of the, of the a game in 23 minutes. Now, it wasn't even really the highlights. It, it, was, it was pretty much play-by-play play of the entire game, of a four-hour game cut down to just over 20 minutes. Isn't that ridiculous? An entire game, of four hours, cut down into twenty minutes. Now I was I was amazed, and when I was watching this, I, so I watched that the, the I suppose let's call it the highlights, but it wasn't even just the highlights. It was almost almost every key play that that led up to the ending of the game. And so, because I watched that, I understood the full story of the game in twenty three minutes. Instead of having to watch the four-hour version. Now, going back, you're probably probably wondering, yeah, okay, cool. So you're having a go at us for watching TV for too long. No, it's not about that. It's not about watching the TV. It's about our storytelling and how long sometimes it takes for us to tell a story. Are we telling the four-hour version the blow-by-blow, the waiting for people to get on and off the field, the boring moments, or are we just giving the key points and giving the 20-minute version? Because I almost guarantee, well, let me ask you, if I'm telling you my life story, would you prefer to sit through the four-hour version or the 20-minute version? Now, obviously, it, it depends on the storyteller. Some people are just naturally great at storytelling. They've got you engaged, even in the even in the most boring moments. They've got you engaged, and so uh, what well, I'm not talking about those people that are like master storytellers. And and I must admit that I I tend to fall in that category where I can probably tell a story. I can get away with telling a story. Longer than the average person because I understand storytelling strategies. I understand effective storytelling techniques. So I know how to tell a story in a way that is going to keep people engaged for the entire time. I've had workshops that have gone for half days. I've got full day. I've, I've had three or four day workshops and I've had people engaged the entire time. So it's not about not having people engaged. What I'm talking about is the average the average one of us, right? I'm talking about how do we become just an effective storyteller in our everyday life. And it's a great strategy for us. And even even if you are a master storyteller, sometimes we don't need to be giving the four-hour version. Sometimes we can just focus on that 20-minute version. How much more effective would it be for us to get our message across in 20 minutes as opposed to four hours? Because just doing the math, you could do that. You could do that twelve times. You could tell the same story to twelve different groups and have twelve times the impact if you cut it down into the twenty-minute version. Just as rough rough calculations there, and and I know that it's it's not completely accurate that you couldn't quite do that, but hey, possibly. Could you imagine that if you just told the same story in twenty minutes that you would in four hours, the more impact you would have with more people? But how do we do that? How do we turn a four-hour story, how do we turn our lifelong story into just the key moments that we tell? Well, that's what it actually comes down to. What are the key moments? And that's, the, and that's what I want to focus on today, to be able to help you to become a better storyteller because we as storytellers, we as communicators, anyone that's sharing a story, whether it's on social media, whether it's on uh, promotional advertising, whether it be through video, whether it be on YouTube. Whether it be one-on-one with clients or on stage, whatever your platform is, we all are storytellers in our own right. So what part of the story do we share? Because I want to, I want to by the end of this, give you some practical strategies that you're going to walk away knowing how you can cut your four-hour version down into a 20-minute version so that you can have great impact because isn't that the point of us sharing our story? Isn't that the point of the message that we have to share? It's about the impact. And I think that's probably one of the first things. This is sort of a, buy, you know, a byproduct, a little bit of a detour in the fact that what's the purpose of us sharing the message? Is it to show off? Is it to puff our chest up? Is it for our ego? Is it to, to make us look good? Well, if that's the reason why you're telling the story, you've got the wrong purpose. The reason for us to share a story is to impact others, is to help other people, is to help them grow, help them have their own personal transformation. So sharing stories and storytelling is not about us. It's about them. So when, if we can focus more on them, then we understand, okay, what's important for them? The... F- look I have people come to me all the time obviously being a a keynote coach and a professional speaker trainer I I have people come to me all the time telling me they want to be a speaker and then they go into this long winded of like oh and then when I grew up I did this and then I did that and then my mum did this and then my dad did this and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened they're not even past grade four yet. And and they got taking so long to tell these stories. Now just a bit of a warning. If you and I ever get an opportunity to talk, please don't do that. Please don't give me your whole life st- lifelong story. Please don't give me the whole backstory. I don't need to know it. I don't want to know it. And that's not me being arrogant. That's not me being ignorant. That's not me being rude. Me as my personality, I'm so focused on the future. But I don't care about the past. I don't care what's happened in the past. What's for the future? Now, when I'm working with my clients, I do need to know, know about their past. So we do have sessions with my clients that they just tell me absolutely everything. So I can see how I can draw out stories from their past, but only because it's purposeful for the future how I can find what their key message is, how I can find what those little stories are that will be able to add value to their audience in the future. So it's all about the future. So then, then if we look back on our, on our message, on, on our story, on our past, then we realize we don't have to share every single moment because it's not about every single moment. Sharing our story for the past is about the future. And I find that there's so many people, they'll they'll come up to me and they'll start sharing their long-winded story about their past and I'll cut them off because I don't like living in the past because I can tell that they're still trapped there in the past, trapped with the emotions, trapped with the hurt, trapped with the, they haven't gotten over it. Because they're still living in the past. And you can tell it by the detail, by the, by the by the anguish, by the emotion that comes out of how they're sharing it. And it's just not practical. It's just not effective. It's just not worth my time. And I'm sure it's not worth your time. And I'm sure it's not worth your audience's time. And I'm sure it's not worth your, your, worth your client's time. And this is why I want to be able to help encourage you that if we're sharing our story, it must have purpose for the future, must have purpose for our audience, for the person who's listening. Because if it's just for us, then there's no point in us sharing it. And if anyone comes up to me like that, I'll just cut them off. And you hear of Gary V all the time cutting people off. And you know, people have a go at him because he's rude when he's interviewing people and he cuts people short but he's not doing it because he's rude. He's doing it because he's so focused on the future, so focused on what's valuable for the audience that if there's something that's being shared that's not of value or that's holding them back from moving forward, he'll just keep talk. He'll just cut straight off and then move move the conversation forward. So let me encourage you: if you ever have a conversation with me, please don't give me your whole backstory. Don't give me your whole whole lifeline of of the of generations and generations of why you're here. But what do we share? How do we share a story that can still impact people, that can still have the the effect and the transformational impact that we're wanting to have on people? Because each and every one of us have been through something that can help someone else. Now, some of us have been through things that are worthy of being on stage and talking about it. Some of us are worthy of being in small groups and sharing it in, in small community groups others of us have just been through something that there as a purpose to help their neighbor or help this one person that they're going to talk to but when they have that one opportunity whether it be with that one-on-one person whether it be in front of a group or on on a massive stage how do we capture that moment so we have maximum impact Hi guys, I'm just going to interrupt it right here and uh, and end this podcast and we will go into the second part in the next podcast. So please just jump straight across to the other podcast and we are going to continue on this conversation.